today and thank you once again for letting me into your home and heart. I remain the voice of one. In Luke chapter 1 verse 1 to 4 it is written, Inasmuch as many have taken in hand to set in order a narrative of those things which have been fulfilled among us, just as those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word delivered them to us, it seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first, to write to you an orderly account, most excellent Theophilus, that you may know the certainty of those things in which you were instructed. Luke, a medical doctor, wrote this gospel to one Theophilus. It is uncertain whether Theophilus was an actual person or a euphemism for Christians, as Theophilus means lover of God or friend of God in Greek. Crucially important to our discussion, however, is the portion in Luke chapter 1 verse 4, in which Luke says that he was writing his well-researched and Holy Spirit-inspired account of Jesus' life, ministry, death, and resurrection, so that Theophilus, that is Christians or the church, can be sure of the things in which they have already been instructed. Around us today is a waxing cold and falling away of many Christians. Some are even questioning and more concerned in jettisoning their faith in Jesus Christ in what is now commonly known as the Constructing Faith, a movement that is gaining grounds, particularly in the United States. Therefore, it is important that we revisit what we believe and the intent of God for our faith in Jesus Christ. Let us begin by asking, what is Christianity about? Some people think that Christianity is something to follow because others are doing it as though it were a fad or fashion. Others believe that Christianity will enable them to become wealthy. Some others still think that Christianity will provide them with perfect conditions in life. The truth is, Christianity is God's agenda for the rescue of humanity from eternal damnation in hell. Indeed, Christianity is God's kindness towards sinful humans to bring them to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. All human beings are born sinners, and in the government of God, all sinners will be found guilty by God. They will be sentenced to damnation in hell forever. We are all sinners because of the sin of Adam. Thus, we are born into sin and cannot help but sin. The Bible says in Romans chapter 3 verse 23, All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Thus, all human beings are under the sentence of damnation under God's judgment. To rescue humanity from God's judgment on sinners and sin itself, God had to put in place a plan. Before now, that plan was experimented with the nation of Israel and God instructed them to kill an animal and shed its blood for the remission of their sins. They would place their hands on the head of the innocent animal, thus transferring their sins to the animal. When the animal was killed, it was justifiably killed, and the guilty sinner was considered free of sin. The blood of the animal signified that a guilty person had died for the sin they committed, except that the person did not die. The animal died in the guilty person's stead. As a result, the guilty person was free of sin and could now have fellowship with God. When Jesus Christ came and died on the cross at Calvary, he replaced all animal sacrifices, becoming the sacrifice himself. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came down to the earth to die the death that sinners should have died. God placed our sins on Jesus so that when he was crucified on the cross and his blood was shed, it was the blood of a sinner that was shed. Thus, Jesus was justifiably killed on account of the sins of humans and we became free from sin and its effects. Hence, Jesus said in John 3.16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Anyone who believes that Jesus' death will free them from sin and the judgment of God upon sinners has, by faith, placed their hands on Jesus 
transferring their sins to him and has accepted God's gift of salvation, there is no need to pay for it or do anything else. Just believe in Jesus' death as payment for sin and his deity that is that he is God and you shall be saved. God's salvation is a gift to all humans. Because of this gift, humans have no business in hell. However, accepting God's gift is a choice for all human beings, whether Christians, Muslims, Hindus, Krishnas, Sikhs, or even atheists. God has saved and raised people to go all over the world to tell this good news of his salvation offer, that God's salvation is available to all human beings, regardless of nationality, ethnicity, skin color, socioeconomic status, political affiliation, present religious beliefs, and so on. The Bible tells us in Titus chapter 2, verse 11 through to verse 13 of the message translation, God's readiness to give and forgive is now public. Salvation is available to everyone. We are being shown how to turn our backs on a godless, indulgent life and how to take on a God-filled, God-honoring life. This new life is starting right now and is whetting our appetites for the glorious day when our great God and Savior Jesus Christ appears. So God has presented his salvation to all human beings. Whenever a person accepts God's gift of salvation, they must begin to live a righteous and godly life. Such a person must neither live an ungodly life nor lost after worldly things. Otherwise, it will be as though they never received God's salvation in the first place. The beauty of God's salvation is that God does not just give us his salvation. He also gives us the power to live a life devoid of sin. Unfortunately, many so-called Christians are living in a manner that would suggest that Christianity promotes sinful and selfish living, the pursuit of acquisitions, having lots of money in our bank accounts, etc. It must be reiterated that Christianity is the result of the death of Jesus Christ on the cross on account of our sins and for our salvation. It was not for our ostentation that Christ died, but for our eternity with God. Every Christian is a product of God's salvation and a showpiece or display of the life that can be experienced when God's salvation through faith in Jesus Christ is received. And here we are talking about a life of purity, righteousness, humility, and charity. Not a life of ostentation, crass materialism, social liberalism, licentiousness, etc. So we must understand that God set an agenda to rescue humanity from the brink of eternal damnation, to give them eternal life. Therefore, we must not allow any watered-down version of Christianity that seeks to render God's powerful salvation ineffectual or incapable of saving one from sin's grip. God rescued us from sin, eternal judgment, and eternal death and damnation. We should therefore not trivialize and make nonsense of what God has done by living contrary to him. Having been saved through the blood of Jesus Christ, we must appreciate God's power to live above sin and live in a way that speaks to the world of the power and blessing of salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. Indeed, it must be evident in those who have received God's salvation that anyone who has this gift of salvation will experience the unspeakable joy of the Holy Spirit, the peace of God that passes all knowledge, and the power to live a sin-free life. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Thus, we have a duty to the world to make sure that the light of God is shining in and through us. This is God's challenge to you and me. 
If you are yet to receive the salvation of God, let me impress it as best as I can. God's salvation is available to you and it is free. It is for all human beings, including those who hate God. What you must do is believe and acknowledge Jesus' death on the cross at Calvary as payment for your sins and you shall be free from sin and its effects. When you are offered a gift, you have a choice, either to receive or reject it. If you reject God's gift, it will be nobody's fault when you are judged and sentenced to eternal damnation by God. But if you accept and receive God's offer of salvation, you will also receive God's power to live right before him henceforth and also eternal life. The ball is now in your court as the choice is yours to make. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for reminding us of your rescue plan for humanity and your gift of salvation as a result. I pray that those who are here to receive this gift of salvation and are listening now would receive the gift of faith to reach out and grab your gift of salvation at this time. As for those who have already received the gift of salvation, I pray that they will live as ambassadors for Christ and will indeed shine the light of the gospel so that others can come to the light of God. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. We can be reached after this broadcast by text or by calling us on either 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. The numbers to call or send text to again are 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. I really would love to hear from you. God bless you and goodbye.